Django. Django. Enter the Lab, episode 11, Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama. What's going on, my brother? What's up, man? Episode 11. We out here, man. We out here. It's been a good week. It was a good week last week. Can't complain. Yes, sir. So we wanted to get this uh, this guest on for episode X, episode 10, which was you know double digits for us. But hey, we, got, we still... Got him on for episode 11, just to change up the vibe. He's a you know a fan favorite, uh, a former member, uh, will always be a member of this uh, podcast uh, as long as it goes on. So we want to enter B-Wonder to the lab. Yo. What's going on, Ben? Hey, fan hey. favorite. You need to clip that part and send it to me where it just says he's a fan favorite because I'm going to play it every time I'm in trouble. Somebody, I'm just gonna play it. He's a fan favorite. <laughs> Yo, listen, Love this it. is what you think, but this is what other people think. <laughs> hey, well, I just have that charm, that be wonder charm, you know. So, what's going on, man? How's life? Life is good, you know. Life is, uh, I you know, want to say can't be better, but it's never been better for me, you know. Um, we were talking a little bit before, but like, I think I call the period of life I'm in now reflection period. So I'll be, you know, I'll be in my later 30s now this year. And so now with the kid and just especially with like, you know, world events and all that stuff and just where I'm at in life, just you, you just start to reflect on, all right, what do I want to do next in my next 15 quarter of my life, which is going to be this period and just really leaning into all those things, not really caring. As you get older, you stop caring about a lot of things that, you know, you think back and you're like, why did I even give a shit about that? It was the dumbest thing that in, in the in the whole circle of life that it literally means nothing in the end. And so I start to think about that. Yeah. Like in the end of this game we're playing here, what's really gonna matter? You know, what what are the things that I'm gonna think about then? And then, you know, once I start to figure those out, I just go forward to them. So that means Are you working from home? Yeah. Oh, so home, you're watching so. your girl grow up and everything. So you're you're seeing it every day. You're obviously privileged. Ha- you have that privilege of yeah. She's doing both. I That's keep her awesome. home with me Mondays and Fridays, but we take her to daycare Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. But like, <clears throat> yeah. T- so today she was home with me while I'm working, and I kind of just work my schedule, uh, you know, around that. Um, some days she's harder to take care of than not. Some days I'm like, oh why did I do this? But then I have to pay for daycare and I'm like, what the fuck? You know? And then yeah, uh, once you get to that toddler age, then it becomes, maybe you might have to lock that door, or like isolate yeah. yourself. I'm already getting sure. a playpen in there. I mean, this thing's going to be <laughs> probably five feet high gate. You know, someone peeks in the window, they're going to be like, Oh my God, he's got a kid in the cage there. Like, it's not a cage. She can get out. She just has to work on her climbing ability first. So we're, I'm building skills while, you know, taking some, some uh, uh, what do you call him away? But then got yeah, his daughter in solitary confinement. 
Yeah. <laughs> Working from home now, but apparently we're going back to the office in like a month. You know, that's what they said. Oh, okay. Is that so, is that a company policy thing or or yeah. you're making that decision? No, company policy. And so like but it'll be hybrid. We can work in the office two or three days that's at awesome. home yeah. there too. So I'm actually looking forward to it a lot. Um working from home is nice, but uh I miss like human interaction. You know, I've been yeah. home for two years now. Like literally Damn, that's crazy. That, two years and it's just yeah. like the cat I have has never experienced me not working. I'm not <laughs> oh, I'm you like, got hey. you got that cat new? I didn't know. Yeah, uh, you, she's only like a year a, and a half. Oh, okay. You know? And, and uh, we've been podcasting for a year, so shout yeah. out that. That's crazy. Like, think about it. We've known you now yeah. officially fourteen months. That's right. insane. <laughs> I, it's yeah, and she like has never experienced that, and so I started to think about how many other thousands of people there got an animal during this time, and their animal a has lot. never experienced them being there. So they. This is a tough transition that I think companies got to think about here is, you know, there's a lot that factors into here. Like a lot of people too, employees, I, mine specifically, like with kids, they might have altered their daycare policy, right? Or, you know, I know some people that they had two or three cars maybe, and then this hit and they're not traveling as much. So they got rid of one car financially, right? And then yeah. they might not have a vehicle now when they have to travel back to work. And, and so it's all those factors. Um, but at the same time, like I do miss that human interaction because it will, you know, you'll work from home all week. And then by the weekend, right. Like my wife, for example, she goes to work. She's a teacher, obviously. And so we're like on opposites. It comes towards the weekend. Right. And I've been trapped inside all day, every day. Like I want to get out on the reverse side. My wife has been dealing with the school system leaving every day. Right. And then Mm. comes to the weekend and she just wants to chill. And so it's just like, you know, it's that weird dynamic. Anyway, what I'm trying to say here is I'm excited to go back into the office because then like people I talk to every day, right? I haven't seen them in a while. And I do miss like you're in the office. You're like, hey, you want to go grab some lunch and we can hang out, chit chat. I miss that. So I'm looking forward to that portion. Like I can hit up people I know. I want to see them like, you know, it's a big building with giant cafeterias, you know, anything you want. And it's like, hey, you want to grab lunch, hang out. Otherwise, you just never see that person. Yeah, it's different from shooting, being in a group chat, being on a one-on-one chat or FaceTime and having that interaction physically, hearing words different, uh, you know, feeling, you know, body language from that other person that you either know before all this went down or meeting that that person that are, I'm sure there's people that you've gotten introduced to maybe uh, with this job that you haven't met yet formally, yeah, over Zoom. You, only, you know what I mean? So it's like getting to know them in a We're totally teams. different way. We're all yep. experiencing that in a way and you're yeah. living it right now. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the more I think about it, I think either way's bad. So I like the hybrid model of us being able to, mm-hmm. you know, have that flexibility, right. But still get the benefits of being in the, you know, with other humans, right. Having that conversation. And I think, you know, that's a good model to transition to in the future for any work environment because the, the, the I just we come to believe that seeing so many people change, but being home and isolated like that every day of the week isn't good for your health. No, it just isn't good for your health. You know, um, at home it's it's your safe space. It's too simple to not leave and do something, right? And so just naturally you get into that, that format that you just get trapped in there and then just bad things happen. So I'm, you know, get outside. 
Yeah. yeah. This is my little interaction. You know, uh, obviously I talk, I do the same thing. I don't have a formal job. I've been, you know, doing things on the side, but Hey, this interaction is okay with me. As long as I get to talk to, you know, people I enjoy having conversations with, I'll take it from there. But yeah, but you're um, still going out and yeah, that's true. Yeah. And all that and interacting with people. It's not like you're being trapped at home because this other entity is saying you have to only do this thing at your house. Right. You have that freedom to still go do whatever you want to do. And so, you know, I wouldn't put you in the same category. The the yeah. plus you have is you, you've been at your, at your job, at your company for, for a while now. Like I'm sure like people like you guys are saying have got onboarded or, or hired during COVID and now they got to go into the office. It's like a whole yep. different thing. Like it's literally another first day. Like it's probably going to be like, different for them and training and now even though they met people already it's kind of like they have to meet people again and yep. it's it's going to be tough for for a lot of people kind of going into that environment now because i mean a lot of people's probably got their first job during this time with covid and now they got to get experience to like the whole human interaction and that stuff is is different it's a whole different animal so yeah but I describe it this to, way. To if you've been gone for two years, do you ever go back to your high school after you haven't been there for years? And you're I've like, never walking. actually. Well, if you <laughs> ever do. I think about it often, but I never have. <laughs> you walk around, you get this like overwhelming feeling. Nostalgia, like, yeah. Nostalgia, right? You you remember that classroom and you have all these experiences there, mm. right? But Things you didn't even thought you remembered yeah. automatically come back. <laughs> so things are still fresh. You recognize everything. It's nostalgia, but you also have the same feelings of like, I haven't been here in so long, right? I think you're going to experience that same feeling when I go back. Like, damn, I remember, you know, I used to sit uh -huh. here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think it's going to be like. Just small little things, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, before we'll hop right into it, first of all, thank you for hopping on. I know we have you for, you know, a, a few minutes or more than a few minutes, but wanted to touch on a, a few topics and, and kind of get your spin on it. Before we kind of go into the the fun stuff, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be remiss if we didn't jump into the, like, kind of what you touched on before, the real life events of life and the world and what's going on now is, is obviously... Uh, Russia, Ukraine, and all the all the craziness that's going on with that. There's really not much. I'm glad. Well, I'm not glad, but this is one of the first times we have news that there's no one side or the other. It's, you know, people all can agree <clears throat> that one side is not doing the right thing and the other side is, is suffering from those decisions. Uh, you know, it's not polarizing. I think the rest of the world outside of, of Russia can, uh, can mutually agree on all this. Obviously, for you could take it or Ben. What kind of what's been going on? Uh, this happened last time when we started recording episode ten. It hasn't. It did. It just started. Like I think day one was Monday or Sunday. So we haven't. Now we've gotten to see a week's worth of it. But what's your guys' take on it? You know, we'll touch on it a little bit. Not to you know have it go on to everybody's world, but it's something that's going on. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely affecting a lot of people more than they thought it would. Yeah. Um, people woke up Monday morning and were like, oh shit, the stock market. Oh, this, oh, crypto. Yeah. Like all markets were affected by it. And it's kind of crazy because people think that Russia is so far away from us, but it's really not. Cause like we got Alaska, 
that's part of the U.S., you know, even though it's not part of the continental U.S., but Russia is really close to, to Alaska. So um, it, it affects us in, in many ways. And it's just all the videos I've been seeing, all the stuff I've been seeing, it's, it's sad, like, how one's, one person's, like, ego and whatnot can can drive him to, to do these kind of crazy things. But that's that's what happens when, when you get in a position of power. And also, like, a lot of stuff that people have been seeing, too, now, like, a lot of the media and a lot of stuff is coming out that it might not be true. It, it might have been exaggerated a little bit. It might have been, like, older stuff. But even still, that, that that's still going on. And, like, you kind of you, – you have to feel for – for that kind of stuff and it's just because someone didn't get what they wanted they didn't get their way and yeah. they're affecting not people right now but their children's children and their children's children in the future so war is never good war is, is never good it doesn't fix anything it, it doesn't help anything it just unless you're sets... making money from it which that's why most people do it but that's another that's another just, topic or it just sets you back and, and makes you look bad and it's I'm, I don't. I don't agree with it. Just, it's not cool. <laughs> I'm not with yeah. it. Um, it's yeah. I have a lot to say on it, but it's devastating, right? This is unnecessary. It's hard to fathom and think about. And I try to stay out of any media. I do pay attention to a lot of things that are happening because I think that's the only way you can formulate a good thought process on a, on a subject you know it's i always say it's if you're wanting to to talk about a do a book report with somebody and talk about things that happened it only works if both people read the book the entire book or if you've both read multiple books to fully understand but um regardless of however we got to this situation the fact that the matter is and the most important thing and i think this gets lost in focus is it's happening now it is actually happening regardless of how we got here. That no longer matters. The only thing that matters is it is going on right now and it's unnecessary, devastating. And no, everybody should be focused on, the whole world should be focused on how to stop this and how to prevent anything like this from happening again. The devastation that this stuff causes is mind-blowing. I mean, I, <clears throat> I was sitting there thinking about how like spoiled we are as Americans, right? To to look at, you know, we can never fathom here. You nobody here can ever fathom literally being at home or whatever. And all of a sudden, you have to find a way to leave the country because people literally could come after and kill you. We yeah. have no idea what that's like here, right? And it happens over and over all the time here that we just kind of push it to the side. Um, I don't know. It's super, super devastating. I don't know what you do. That's the thing. I don't, I don't know what you do, what, how you stop this, how this doesn't get, you know, I don't know. Yeah. The way I I've, I've tried, I've looked at it in many different ways uh, from perspective. I looked at it from obviously in uh, an empathy point of view. I've looked at it as a realistic, this is how the world works. People go to war, you know, and this isn't the only war that's gone on in, 2022 or 2021 2020 there's been wars maybe not as major as or as 
out of nowhere as this, but there's always wars going on for as long as <clears throat> humans have been on this earth. So that's what I'm trying to, after I'm kind of like, what the fuck is going on and confused. And I'm like, this is so sad that you could be waking up in, in Ukraine and doing your normal routine or lifestyle. And then all of a sudden it gets blown out. And then I think about that. I dwell on it. And then I like to always think of the opposite side or side of my think of is, damn, this happens all the time in not every country, obviously America, nothing, no war has happened on this soil since like what? 1800s early 1800s civil war was the last one i might be speaking out of my ass but i'm pretty sure um i wouldn't call pearl harbor a war yeah no that was you wouldn't call you know september 11th a a war either and that was very similar but it's crazy how you know good we have it in that way you know as far as not experiencing the 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 hands-on like if you're you're as americans you only experience war if you're you know, in the war as a, as a soldier and obviously shout out to them. If we have to, you know, defend whatever we need to do and that they're a lot better than myself. I can only speak for myself because can't even picture myself uh, doing that, but it is wild that people like him, Putin, you got, you know, China's leader, you got North Korea's leader and these people live for this shit. This is what they do. They, they they're in power and they got to power a certain way. And the only way they continue to prove their power, push their power and to gain more profit, whatever they have, they have probably 20 to 30 years more left on this earth, most likely at most. And what are these three humans going to do? They're going to do damage. They're not going to go out without a fight, quote unquote. And that's a horrible way to think about it. But these people want to cause heartache and destruction and this is what they'll do yeah so i i try to look at it at all angles and 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 that's not uh i'm not justifying it at all but it's the way it is these people we've always known they've had it in them and now they're doing it and now the 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 other leaders of other communist countries what do they do they might yeah no jokes but they might get their rocks off on this and start hey Let's see what South Korea's got going on. Let's let's yep. let's play around with this. Why not? Because that's how they think. So I, it just it sucks that the world's like this. But since day one, war has been prevalent, and 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 stuff like this has been going on. Whether it's a small level or a bigger level, this is just in the social media era. You know, yep. if nine eleven happened during the social media iPhone era, oh crazy, you couldn't imagine what type of stuff people would be thinking differently then. Um, yep. So that's kind of my take on it. Where it's only it's a week in, and hopefully it, it ends way sooner than later, and yep. we could kind of, you know, see where we are. But I don't I don't think it ends anytime soon. He's already in it. He doesn't care about sanctions. He doesn't care about anything that we do yeah, to them he, or any. He he knew all this going in. You don't start a war without weighing all those options. There's no you don't turn back from this. He knew <laughs> he know he knew if he did not succeed what the end game was for him. That's why when you do yeah. something like this, you're like, Oh man, it's, it's somebody with nothing to lose and somebody with nothing to, to lose can be very scary. You know? Yeah. So. Any other thoughts on that overall? I just wanted to bring it up because it's happening. And, you know, in the lab, we like to talk about what's go- actually going on, whether we talk about it, you know, for a one minute or 20 minutes. It's well, just, I, guys, what's crazy to me is how like, 
social media, man, it's, it's I don't worst. understand yeah. how people can like not be one-sided about things because that's not really what I'm trying to say, but everything else that's happened before this, like, where were you with yeah. this stuff? Like, that's why, like, when it comes to stuff like this, I try to stay off social media. Like, I'll say things with, like, my friends in my group chats and stuff like that. But stuff like this, like, has been happening for for years now in all other parts of the world. Like, I'm not going to say any names, but, like, we had people that won Nobel Peace prizes, prizes that were, you know, bombing the Middle East. So, like... Yep. <laughs> you know, it's stuff that's been going on all the time and like real close to us and it's just the media that controls it and it kind of sucks because some people only tune in and they'll just watch CNN or they'll watch Fox News or they'll watch one thing and at the end of the day, that's all owned by entertainment companies. Like, they just want people to for watch. profit. Like, yeah, it's literally for money. They don't care if they're just trying to get the news out because they, they want more clicks to their site. They want more people watching their thing. And it's, it's a shame because that's how stuff gets like falsely misspread or people just start bringing up things that don't really have anything to do with the real topic at hand. And I think Twitter is probably the best. You just got to follow the right people. And man, I've seen some crazy stuff coming from people like, Bro, like old people walking, trying to, you know, just get out of there, get into to Poland, like walking 80 kilometers. Like I've seen a lot of threads and with with anything that we kind of talk about, this is kind of just do your own research. Don't listen to yep. all that other stuff and kind of just, I don't know. It, it's like when someone dies and you're like, oh, rest in peace. But like that person didn't really know them. They're just trying to get likes. Like, don't like take advantage of a situation to to get likes on social media or get people to I'm comment. Glad you on brought your that stuff. up because it's 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 disrespectful, bro. Like, it's just it, you never talked about any other thing. Now everyone's talking about this one thing, and you want to bring it up. Like, no, that's not who you are. Like, yeah. don't. Do I that. always like, like to say not- where social media is bad and, and so fake and for profit is. You know, when something happened in the Bahamas, a hurricane, everybody posted pictures of that one time they went to the Bahamas and like in, yeah. a, in you know, in a bikini, you know, with the flat like right. and then people like pray for Paris and everybody took advantage yeah. of that. And it was just like you're doing yeah. that just to get like, you know, you're getting likes. you know, like, yeah. first of all, what the fuck does your prayer do? Nothing. That's another topic <laughs> I won't get into. It's doing fucking nothing. Retweeting it does nothing let's be honest and then and then doing that you know what you're doing it for the same thing we had episodes about cuba yeah all of a sudden became cuban everybody knew cuban at that point everyone everyone loved cuba you know they loved they loved the old cars the old buildings motherfucker that's because we had a communist piece of shit in there for for so long that's why cuba has those old cars not because they want it yeah that was the one time that i kind of like went out of my way to to post something like yeah, that you because did. like I was born there so I guess I can talk about it you know I, I I know how that situation is but I mean some of you motherfuckers can't even point Ukraine out on the map like I was gonna I was gonna tweet that I was like <laughs> if you can't locate Ukraine don't like, tweet about it at all right Please. exactly so you know like 
just just say one thing like yo this sucks this is sad like you know whatever but don't go in depth about it like you just you might say something that you shouldn't say or that could be offensive and it, it's not going to lead anywhere so right that stuff yeah. kind of just like bothers me it's it it irks me it's like dude no stop, stop. yeah me too all right last point on it ben you could wrap it up uh you know I just, I don't know. I'm with you there. If you really want to know uh, what times like these are like, then talk to somebody who lived through these times. Yeah. Right. That's your best way to do it. So yeah. like, you know, I'll just quick example. My wife's a teacher. One of her um, assistants is from Bosnia and it was there when the Bosnian war, if you've never known about the Bosnian war, I suggest you look it up. It's pretty devastating. Probably the second biggest genocide there was, but uh, she was like, when this all happened, you know, it was on TV at the school and she like had to leave the room, you know, crying. She's like, she has PTSD because she lived through this, this same stuff in the war that was there. And there's the reason she's here today is because, you know, she's in a situation where all of a sudden the land where you were born at, raised, loved, all of a sudden you have to leave it because you're going to die. And wow. you don't know what that's like. So before you really, you know, comment on this, talk to somebody who's been through it. There's a lot of people out there. 100%. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how it plays out. We'll see what is behind it because in anything government, we always find out, at, you know, after some time what the, you know, who is really behind it, the masterminds, what the real plan was. We yeah. don't know now. Nobody knows before and after. So we'll know through time everything will come out. Can't. Can't wait for all the the new movies that'll be made of this and the documentaries oh, yeah. and all that. They already but, put like some Ukraine and the TV thing on Netflix and all that stuff. You know. Can't wait for yeah. those too. Yeah, yeah. The, there's profit to be made from war and in 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 media and that and yep. and in guns and and warfare. So just want to at least touch on it. Penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, in the, on this podcast, we won't touch on it every single week unless something. Uh, more intriguing or something devastating more develops, but we, I at least wanted to spend some time on it just to, to get your th- guys, genuine thoughts. Cause we haven't, sh- uh, I haven't heard individually from you guys about it and uh, can I, I kind of respect it. And uh, just wanted to have our, um, our uh, listeners and viewers at least listen to our takes, but yeah, you even let's jump into mention it. Yeah, it would be weird, right? It would be yeah, like we're trying to like, avoid uh, it. So, <laughs> let's ju- jump into some some fun things. Obviously, let's uh, we have you for a few more. Uh, so non non sports related stuff because there's not much sports going on because the MLB stinks. We'll Dude, maybe talk to they about doing? that later. I will say, about, I, I will say about the MLB. Mention one thing. Go ahead. My only comment is this whole situation stinks. It really makes you like hate baseball, right? But even more time, so if you didn't already. <laughs> but at the same time. Like the reason baseball has such an allure to it and why you continuously go back to it and back to it. It's like your first ever love in life, right? Yep. Is because baseball is associated with summer. It's that that summer feel to it. And it's like, how can you have a summer without baseball? Right. Right. It's just not the same thing. That's the problem with baseball. So they'll do shit like this. Like they always do all the time. Yeah. We'll come back around and be like, all right, well, how's my team doing? And then your team sucks. You'd be like, you know, whatever. Anyway. What I'm saying is baseball is like your first high school girlfriend. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Yeah, that's that, I mean that that's a perfect analogy. That's how I would think of it, and that's the reason why I keep going back to it. It doesn't treat me well. Uh, it's toxic. It's, dis- it's disappointing. <laughs> it's toxic, but yes. somehow I'm watching it at midnight. Right. You know, reminiscing. So you just gotta. You're, you're, you're spot He's got to cut it off and be like, I'm sick of this shit, dude. Yeah, I got to I gotta show it that it doesn't control me. I control right. it. <laughs> Darren uh, so... Dieter. <laughs> Darren <laughs> Dieter. We, that guy. We, we, talked, we talked about this uh, last week, and now the, the second uh, episode came out. Have you been uh, keeping up with the Kanye doc, Genius yes. Uh, yes. documentary? What's your thoughts on it? It's got me, you know, today I was in the car. I was listening to called Dropout. I haven't listened to it in years. Makes yes. me appreciate it even more when you have the behind the scenes, how it's made, the grind, the hustle, the mindset. Um, so give us your take on it overall. You got Kanye, Donda 2, that yep. you could you could touch on everything. We haven't heard your take on it at all. So. I heard Ben uh, bought a stem player. I did not. And I'm, I'm not <laughs> I would think you would try it out at least. You would feel like, you know, right, let I me was, dabble. Let I me was, save the receipt. I and then like you know. this close to doing it. I was like this close to doing it, right? But then I'm like – Telling myself, I'm like, don't do this. He gets you every time. Don't fucking every do time, it. Bro. I was like, just like Pop Life of Pablo, eventually it's gonna end up on a streaming service, whatever. I got I like I'm not knocking the idea of it. I like the idea of it, you know, it's whatever. I'm just not gonna I'm just not gonna do it. I have other things I could use that money for, so I didn't do it. But the whole documentary. I don't, you know, I feel Kanye's like an anomaly to me. It's like a love-hate relationship, you know, because he was, I, when I first heard Kyle's Dropout, just like changed a lot for me, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I've always admired his hustle and his greatness and his creativity. And, you know, it's he's a dude that literally just goes for it. But then he also, the other aspect, you like, he's, you know, he's wild. He does crazy stuff, stuff that you don't understand. And so and I always start to think of him um, as like, you know, just because you don't understand someone doesn't mean that what they're doing is bad necessarily. You're also only seeing one aspect of this person that is, you know, formulated into that aspect of them. You're not seeing the real person of who they are. And so that documentary is so captivating because the footage is so good and it shows you, it makes a lot of sense. It makes, it makes a lot of more sense now why Kanye is who he is because you see from the beginning that that motherfucker has believed it since he's been the born. And his mom believed it. And he has always thought this way. He always has that drive. That that drive in him is just, you see it. It's crazy. And he's willing to do whatever it takes. So maybe we're not meant to understand him right now because we're not the same person, right? Mm-hmm. We're all the same person. We're all different. And that makes us unique. And so maybe what he's doing, we just don't understand because that's our initial reaction to it just because it's different from what we're used to, you know? But you can't deny that the guy is one of the most creative human beings that maybe has ever been on the planet. You know, he creative, intriguing. Says he does. Like, but then, then this is where the struggle is. You can't also help but think, how come he does have this pattern where he does seem to maybe go a little more crazy around album time, right? He is also the greatest marketer that's ever lived. Yeah, he, Kanye he is the greatest so marketer well that. that's ever lived. He can put. Easy on anything, and it will literally sell. And so he's a genius in that way too. You know, he has conquered the human captivity, creativity mind. Like he captivates you. You always are looking what he's doing. Like I don't know. 
The documentary so far. Yeah, he's is all so those good. words. Those I'm are great so words ups- to use. I'm to so upset him. that I have to wait every week for an episode. <laughs> I know, me too. You know how bullshit is. That? I like it. I said last week. I was like, looks. He's this visionary that looks so far in the future, like an Elon type guy, right? But the, you know, he's involved in this documentary. Anybody who says not is, of course. Like, come on, he is. There's no way everything that has his name on. Everything that, yeah, he's totally involved in this. That he released it that way. I would have expected him to release this some some new way. Like we all got this thing in the mail. And we pricked no. our finger and had a microchip put into us, and the album just plays. We would have to nonstop, sign up for a know? whole new. But video streaming he takes service. us back to waiting every week for an episode, and he knows they're good, right? And yeah. so he just yeah, knows he you knows. And you know, he's about uh, you know limited uh, having you know within your fingertips, but you you want to you know you want to have it, you kind of have it, but you're not. You know, you can't get the full experience unless you do X, Y, and Z. He, I was telling for it last week. I, it's about time I have, or there's something on television or an app that I can't get it all in one shot. It, it feels sure. refreshing. It feels like, you know, it feels back in the day, which is only five years ago, that I have to wait for a week. I, I kind of like that. Yep. I haven't gotten that yeah. since like um, Game of Thrones, and not Game, <laughs> of, yeah, Game of Thrones. Like Game that was the one show that. Every week it was just like an event. Don't talk to me from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yep. and don't text yeah. me. Don't whatever. So that's yeah. kind of what I, I don't have that same feel, but I definitely lock in and I look forward to it. I make sure I'm I got a little buzz yeah. going. You know what I mean? We me and Bree, we took three hours to get to the through the like the first episode because I watched it twice. <laughs> just talking about it, going on yeah. YouTube, like fuck it, we gotta watch through the wire. We gotta watch Jesus Walks Now video before you know what I mean? Like it's dope. That's exactly how Emily and I are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's awesome. Hey, last thing I want to say about it, and then I do get I gotta drop because I gotta go wash a baby. But uh people hate on Kanye and say he's crazy and whatever, but I've always thought this about him. That if you pay attention to his career, especially in this documentary and everything about him, no matter how crazy he goes or the crazy stuff he says, the people that have been around him from day one, that grew up with him, that have been close to him, they, they love him. People will do anything for him, right? No matter what crazy stuff that he does. And so that only tells me that it, it, that person's like family and they, they really believe that he truly is a good person. Otherwise, when he did all this stuff, they would never just talk to him ever again right if you had a crazy fan that was crazy but you didn't really like him right if he did start doing crazy stuff you would never talk to him again yeah but if you loved him like a brother Mm -hmm. you you you'd work through all this and you'd always be there for him because he's a brother to you and so to me that tells you that kind what type of person he is and i do think he is that way so but yeah well now that we're stressed on time well Whatever you want to say, whatever you want to leave us with, uh, words of wisdom, be wonder, words of wisdom, be wonders, oh. whatever it is, you you have the floor until uh, you have to log off. Oh, I just say I uh, appreciate every all the little things in life. Uh, keep your friends and loved ones close. You know, family to me is for everybody is the most important thing. You know, block out all the noise and just live every moment of your life. You know, like it, I don't want to say it's your last, but live it like could be your last because our time here is only limited. And in the end, the people that are closest to you that you love the most are the people who are going to be there. So. Ooh, Take that for data. 
data. Take that for data. <laughs> Shout out, Vito. Um, all right. All right, brother. Peace we appreciate guys. you. Love you guys. Hey, all right, peace, my favorite part of the show every week is when uh, Ray's like uh, officially or non officially sponsored by Billionaire's <laughs> Row. Yes, I know. The yes, check's in the yes, mail. Yes. 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 Billionaire's <laughs> Row, get that check in the mail. <laughs> that will be our ad for the week. BR, uh, water, caviar, all of it. Peace, brother. We love you. All right. Well, I love it. That was a great way to end. That was good because I was. Gonna, <laughs> I didn't like, see that coming at all. I was like, "No, oh, what's either. his favorite I was, part?" I was gonna say, "Yeah, least thing I expected." But I was gonna say something <laughs> like, "Yo, we, we need to get Ben saying something about BR before he leaves." I was gonna type <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm so glad he did. He said that. That was amazing. But, uh, keep it on the Kanye stuff, man. Um, I was gonna rewatch the episode today, but I kind of just like I gotta rewatch it too fell asleep and whatnot but as soon as i put it on i just started remembering like what happened and uh-huh. um because i wrote some of the stuff down because I, I wanted to talk about it and one of the things that stood out to me was when he he played through the wire for pharrell and and pharrell just bounced he just walked out of the studio <laughs> he just left and the craziest thing to me was when Pharrell straight up told him, he was like, yo, you're going to make it. Like, you have everything. Like, you're right. You're going to do it. Like, you're going to be everything you say you're going to be. And then he told him, he's like, but when you make it, like, keep that same drive. Keep yep. that same attitude. Keep being who you are right now. And that's literally what Kanye is. And that's such a good lesson for everybody because a lot of people, like, work hard to get somewhere. And when they get there, they just stop. And it's just yep. like, yeah, uh, that's relative towards everything, you know, and yeah. anything. Yeah. And I was just like, that was probably one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part of the episode, because that just stuck out to me. And like, it's something that I'm going to take in anything I do from now on. And also at the end, when um, he has that chorus and they're doing the the uh, part two, through the wire. Yeah. And like, the guy is leading and he's like, no, this is how you got to do it. And then Kanye hears it and he's like, no, try it like this. Do it like this. And he puts the emphasis on certain parts that he wants it. And then they do it and you're just like, bro, I got goosebumps. I got chills watching that. I'm just like, yo, this man, like like Ben said, he's literally in everything that he puts his name on. Like, Yeah. He was just like, you see him in the background, like it seems like he's not paying attention. But he's he's paying attention like all the time to it. So that shit was just like, because you don't really ever see how stuff gets made. You're not there behind the scenes and like how he made the music video. Love that raw footage. So um, that that was crazy. Just you know stuff like that. I was just like, bro, like this is, and like I don't know how episode three is gonna be. We're gonna get that on Wednesday. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And how far it's going to go into his his life, or how recent? But there's got to be more, man. Like, <laughs> right? There's, I. It's just, and at the beginning of the episode where Dame was, when they were like, "Oh, you got a new guy, Kanye West, this, this, and that," and he's like, "Well, you know, Kanye's whatever, and he's a cool dude and he's going to bring a lot, but you know, I'm just going to have him tell you because that's the best way to put it. (laughs) 
And I see, I've, I've, I've studied Dame a little bit and I kind of, I'm fascinated with his connection with Jay-Z, his business mind. And most of the time from what I've gathered from himself and from others is he's a cocksucker. Most of the time he's <laughs> arrogant, he's loud, he's obnoxious, but he's like a Diddy where back in the day it was like, you see Diddy videos of him being way too much like whoa you're you're being aggressive but like they usually get what they want you know yeah. they usually you know when they believe in something they go harder than the, than anybody else would and you got to respect that to, to a point and that's why that's why they make it to, to where they're at because they're not satisfied with with the average they're not satisfied with with mediocrity like they're gonna yep. do what it takes to to be great so that's man that Stuff like that is just like, even though Kanye is wild, Kanye is whatever you want to say about him, like, you can't take away his drive, his dedication. Like, he just wants to be great. And I started laughing so hard because he was doing an interview and he's like, yeah, I almost died. Like, you know, it could have been all over. He's like, but I just came to, to this crazy relevation and I'm listening to it like I'm, I'm locked in. I'm just waiting for him to say something like really mind changing and, you know, something crazy. He's like, he's like, I want to be the best dressed rapper in the game. I'm like, bro, you almost died and this is what you want to do. Like, he's crazy, bro. This is what you say. You want to be the best dressed rapper. Like out of all the things you could have said, like, I just don't even say the best rapper. Cool. You know, best artist. All right. But he's like, I want to be the best dressed rapper in the game. I was like, all right, bro. Like, come on, man. Bro, people think Kanye just out of nowhere. And I I don't want to use the word crazy because every every that's just an easy word to call people when you don't understand them. I think Dave Chappelle said that great was like every people call people Yeah, that and that's the second part of it is like a lot of people want to call people crazy when they don't want to understand them or they don't try to understand them, but there's a lot that goes into their creative process and a lot of geniuses and a lot of people that think differently behave differently. It's just mm -hmm. a fact. It goes hand in hand. But people think Kanye started acting, you know, oh, he started talking, getting into Jesus and religion lately. Like, no, bro, he's always been that. Always, and if yeah. I talk about God, my record won't get played, huh? Like, yeah. that's like straight out the, like, his second single, first single of all time. Like, he mentioned Jesus and God, like, the whole, all three verses. So, and then the other thing is like, how do he act so wild? Like he's saying wild shit. He's he just says some crazy shit. It's like he's always said that. He obviously has a bigger platform now, so you notice it more. But back mm -hmm. then, you're seeing 2002 Kanye was still trying to say some crazy. 2003 Kanye, a year in, yeah. two years in, where he had no leg to stand on, and that's how he's always been. And you have to respect mm -hmm. somebody that's been like that since day one, bro. And yeah. I got to rewatch the second episode because I rewatched the first one. I watch it in parts, one half, two half, and then I watch it with Brie uh, in full. And then this one, we we were drinking Bob Tequila while watching it. <laughs> we want to put it on YouTube. She passed out, so I got to rewatch it. Maybe we'll finish it tonight, actually. But, man, that's uh, it's, it's rare you get real, raw, quality yeah. footage, like you said last, where Moody, uh, Cootie's doing some great fucking camera work to, yeah. to get the internet. And he's he's like, recording all the time. They, he got, he gets what he wants. So like when they went to take the, 
the wires off his, his mouth, like the, the metal stuff yeah. out of his mouth. The doctor was like, no, you can't record that. He's like, why not? It's illegal. And the doctor didn't say nothing back. And like they're in his that Asian doctor. I knew once I seen it was an Asian doctor, dentist or doctor. I was like, he ain't gonna allow. He's gonna be so like, nope, can't do it. He left. He's like, all right, other buddy's gonna come in and do it for you. (laughs) So like, that kind of stuff was like, yeah, because if he fucks up, that's on film. He's actually smart. Like if you really think about it, he actually like I I laughed about it too, and I was like, actually, I probably would do the same thing. If I fuck up, it's on record. It's on video. That malpractice. I won't win that suit. Yeah. And uh, the other guy was like, yeah, we're going to wash him off. He's like, nah, keep the blood on him. My mom wants him like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was serious, too. He's like, nah, yeah, my, my mom wants serious. it. Like, he didn't yeah. even say that with a joke. Yeah. And, like, that stuff was – he was really upset about that because he it kept getting, like, pushed back and, and held back. And he didn't even have the surgery because he just wanted to drop his album. He wanted to do what he had to do to – the crazy part about it is, like, he got up. Like, he was up there, and then it just goes to show you, like, the ups and downs in life. In life. Like, everything was going so well for him, and then he gets in that car crash. And now you got to – for, for oh, a rapper, he had for everything artist, going. Yeah, for got a rapper, signed. for artist, like, your, your mouth, like, that's the most important thing. And, yep. they were saying, and he like, didn't want to be – and he could still produce – but that's not what he wanted to be. No. That's what's ironic about the whole thing and how almost beautiful it is where he had to convince. And at the time there was no rapper and producer. Now you have people like J Cole that produces yeah. his stuff. You have, you have, a, you got a few, the dream that's a, you know, that became a recording artist, a writer. Neo became a, a singer and a writer for, you know what I mean? There's not, there, he was one of the first. It was foreign. It was foreign to say, Hey, I got hot beats, and he did have hot beats. Everybody in the do- what do you hear every five minutes in the doc? Yo, Kanye, when am I gonna get that beat? Like everybody yeah. wanted a piece of Kanye, and they and he and he always talks about it. He wanted it for free. People wanted handouts, no matter who yeah. you were. And what he kept on telling people was like, "No, I'm not. Yes, I do this, and this is genius, and this is great. But what I what I could do also is put a whole song together." And that's what the beauty of it is having that confidence where most of the time it probably won't work out for you. But, hey, if 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 there's one person that's going to believe in you, that's what I've taken from this is believe in yourself. Even right. if you fall flat on your face, even if you're wrong, it's like at least you had that belief in yourself. And that's what I've been taking. That's why it's so inspirational. And I think it's an epic documentary about one of the biggest artists in, in our time. It's it's crazy. Like imagine like a documentary this detailed on Michael Jackson, Prince, uh, or 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 you know they have Michael Jordan, which the Last Dance, but this is real raw footage. This yeah. is like every he was brushing his teeth, like shit like that. Like it's it's not really a thing. It will become a thing more now because we're in 2022 and everybody's recording everything they do. So that's kind of what makes it special. Is right before the iPhone and how easy it is but yeah. it's special man I- i'm excited for episode three and it's gonna be it's gonna just be amazing love, to tie it all up yeah i just love every interaction that you know he has with his mom like everything that they put on there like at the beginning of episode two yeah. he's freestyling his whole family's there he's freestyling and his mom yeah. at the end is like get out of there kanye like you know and bro then, like when he was on the show, he's his show, number one fan you get to see it bro yeah. 
like number one that. fan. So like that's why you know when he was on the Chappelle show, and he was doing you know I promise I'm so self conscious like that's why I always got at least one of my watches. Like his mom was like, you got kind of political there. Like you're bragging about yourself and you're saying all these things about yourself, but then you say you're self conscious, and like that relationship, bro. Like that's everything to me because. I got a good relationship with my mom, but like, you can always take it up a notch. Like, it, it can always be better, and um, that's gonna make me focus on that a lot more. And it's just, it's just genuine, bro. It's just genuine. It's not like, even though he was like, rapping, doing whatever, talking about things that maybe moms wouldn't like to hear their son talking about. Like, she didn't care about that. She just wanted him to be successful and do what he wanted to do and like the and joy always giving him wisdom and shit. Yeah. The joy in her voice, like just her body language was, was so amazing. And that's why when she passed away, that, that took such a toll on him. He started wilding yeah. out because people are like, Oh yeah, your mom died. Like it doesn't, that doesn't give you an excuse to act. The way and he, he broke up with his girl at the, at, the, yeah. at like a similar yeah. time. I don't know which yeah. came first, but it was all within the same relevant, you know, time. Yeah. It's crazy. So that that stuff is kind of just puts it in perspective to, you know, so you could like see where where he was coming from and what he was going through. And I'm glad that they that they put that on there because that definitely changed my point of view on a lot of things. And I hope it does for, for a lot of people as well, because that kind of stuff is important. Hundred percent. And uh, we'll we'll review, uh, you know, there the episode or Act Three <clears throat> next week when it airs this Wednesday. If you guys have listened to this podcast, obviously we spent a lot of time on it the last two episodes because it's that good. So um, highly recommended. The other thing, you know, uh, obviously we talked about MLB stinking. We won't we won't address them until we have baseball back, no. and we'll kind of get into that. They don't that, deserve that our time. Deserve a, a time, but uh, Batman movie uh, comes out. What is that this week? This weekend, uh, it, it was trending all day on Twitter because it got like great reviews from the writers on, on or, or you know, critics on Top Tomato or Top Tomato, Rotten Tomato. <laughs> Top Tomato is a supermarket in Staten Island. That's funny. Um, so it got a, it got like good reviews right off the bat and it was only a small amount so far, but uh, you know, obviously this is a, a mega movie that a lot of time, a lot of People big actors are into it. Yeah. Waiting on it for yeah. like two years has been in production and halted because of COVID, but I'm excited. Me and Bree are, we already are going to, now that we have both free time during the day, matinee movies are the shit. Bro. <laughs> You go see a movie for fucking like $12 for two tickets. It's it's awesome. Oh, yeah? If you don't go there and you don't eat or drink, you walk in there, 12, 13 bucks. You could buy two two tickets. It's amazing. Maybe I'm over yet. Eh, maybe. Actually, I got 30% off last time I did it. So it might be like more like under 20 bucks, but you could get it for like nine, 10 bucks for a ticket matinee yeah. during the day. And I haven't, I haven't done that in a while, but we're doing that when it, uh, when it comes out next week, but I'm hype about it. I love Zoe Kravitz. She's yeah, Catwoman. She's, yeah. I, I didn't think it's funny. Cause like when, when I seen Holly Berry as Catwoman, that was more like a, that wasn't a serious role. That was kind of like a, like a, I call it a Disney version of Catwoman. 
And but hey, she's still wearing leather. You know, she still look good. But if there's another person to pull off Catwoman, even more so, because uh, Michelle, what is it, Michelle Pfeiffer? That's the actress name in uh, Michelle. Oh, I, I, yeah. I I'm know. thinking Mackay Pfeiffer. What am I thinking? Hold on. Hold on. You're listening to this and you're mad because my brain doesn't work as quick as you would like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You could say your point until I say it. Oh, uh, no, I'm excited for it for sure. Just because, you know, Batman movies have always been kind of like a staple uh, for DC. I just can't get my head around Robert Pattinson, Pattinson being Batman, bro. Because, like, I don't like it. I'm not I'm not a fan of him as an actor. A lot of people like it, you know, like, but I don't know, man. I hope, I hope he, he does well in it. I'm sure he will. He's, I, he's a pretty good actor. He's not bad, but. Yeah. I don't fuck with him in general. Let, I'm just keeping <laughs> honest. Like, I think of him as a vampire. I didn't fuck with those yeah. movies. My man um, needs to get out in the sun more. His skin is, <laughs> is. Which he's is probably why he's white. good for Batman, because you know he's yeah, I guess so. in the case. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. But, oh, by know. the way, I was right. Michelle Pfeiffer, I was correct. It didn't sound right when I said it, so yeah. I mean, I'm she definitely was, she was really in. good at, at the cat one. So yeah, I'm hype. Yeah. Wasn't Anne ha- Hathaway the other one? Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, that was... <sighs> I get why at the time they casted her in that, and that's cool, but you know what it is with Catwoman? You gotta, and that's why Michelle Viver did so well at it. You gotta be sexy and hot with a little bit of like capable of being crazy. That's why she was good in the, I call it the original one, where it was like, when I was a kid, I couldn't understand who this character was. It was like, <laughs> she's a good guy or is she a bad guy? She's like, and I'm young at the time. I'm like, is she hot? Like, is she crazy? Like, what the fuck? She gets eaten by her cats in the alleyway. Like, it's just, and that's one of, that's actually my favorite Batman movie of all time, other than, I guess, the Joker, the newest Joker um, one. But that's 1A, if not 1B, uh, as far as a movie. I love that. Um, Tim Burton makes great movies. Um, but yeah, just wanted to bring that up. We don't have too much to talk about other than a couple of things. I know we wanted to talk about what you just started watching recently, but what topics do you have on yours that you wanted to bring up before we kind of wrap this uh, this episode up? UFC uh, over the weekend. I thought... This past so, weekend, not next weekend. You're talking about no, no, talking not about, next weekend. This this weekend yeah, just passed. Make sure you clarify for the people, because <laughs> this um, weekend's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I thought it was only gonna be just really the main event, even though I was pretty spot on that that fight was gonna end real quick. The fights uh-huh. leading into that, bro, were were brutal. Like, I've seen some pretty bloody fights, but man, this past weekend, bro, like. There was a lot of blood in that octagon. Like, I I don't even know who. By the main who, event, there was a whole bloodbath in the corner yeah, of the ring. It was nuts. Literally, like some dude got like elbowed right in the bridge of his nose and just started leaking all over his face. And by the end of the round, he had like blood all over his back. And they try to stop it, but it, you can't stop that. And the next round, they kind of called that fight after, and then. Um, the fight after that one, the 
the uh, the women's fight, Kim and I forget the other the girl that won. Man, they were, bro, they were yeah, going Brazilian chick at and it. uh and uh Korean, the, the Korean, yeah, they, they were going at it, man. Right. The Korean so got a nasty elbow right here to the side of the face, and she just yeah, she kept on throwing them elbows, right? Yeah, after after she cut her right here with the elbow, she just it was like she was spamming. She didn't the go down. Button. Dude, she didn't go down. Bro, how did like, know. dude, in slow motion? I was like, how are you still like? Didn't even budge. Crazy warriors, bro. That's that yeah. kind of stuff, man. It just I was watching good quality fights for not paying for it, or at least yeah. getting it on ESPN Plus. Maybe you have to pay for it, right. but what I mean, like, not like if those fights were in other people's that that you knew that you knew like had notoriety body. Mm-hmm. Put plug in the name, you'd be like, "This is the best fight of all time." But right. it happened for you know a little less budget and a lesser name. Yeah, it's I'm I'm glad that that kind of stuff happens. I guess because yeah. it just makes more people want to watch, and you can sure. tell that that these fighters like are in there for the love of the sport, not because they want to get paid. Because one, they don't get paid that much, and and two, like. Honestly, you can't pay me enough to to get in an octagon for for three rounds, five minutes, and just try to kill the person in front of me. Like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I could spar with someone, cool, no problem. But that kind of stuff, they're they're literally in there to get performance of the night or or fight of the night to get that bonus. And you don't see that in in other sports because the the money aspect is is so big. It's so... It, it, it's sometimes what, what these people play for. So when you when you sit down and watch UFC, it's it's something different, bro. And it like <laughs> I can't sit down when I'm watching that kind of shit. I'm just standing up the whole time. So that's that's why I'm so. And they do such a good job of of hyping it up and, and building it up, even with these like Vegas events, like the smaller ones. And that's that's sometimes even better because you don't have that many people in there and you hear everything else and it's it feels like limited so like that kind of stuff is is awesome for the sport and i i love it like i i feel like we're just getting started with ufc even though we're on like ufc 272 and vegas 49 and, and whatever but man ufc is up next if, if it's not already there and yeah, it definitely is. There's something to watch every single week. You got yeah. And wow, just, the last three uh, main UFCs: two seventy two yeah. coming up, two seventy one, two seventy two sixty nine. Yeah. Like tremendous. Dana White might be a cheap asshole and, and whatever, but dude, yeah. he he's got the company he's got doesn't some... pay their employees well. Well, right, great company, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just the facts. I mean, the, the main event, like. Bobby Green, bro, mad respect, mad ups to him. Cause, Short notice, right? Like, yeah, I never heard he, of him, never seen him before, but I yeah, heard he took it on he 10 just, days. Yeah, he just Obviously, that's like going to happen. Two, three weeks ago, and, you know, Daniel Berriush got hurt. He's like, fuck it, let's let's go. Like, I want to fight. So he was in a no-lose situation. That's what I mean. You get yeah. the notoriety, get some buzz. If you win, whoa. If you lose yep. by kind of close, you're going to get another shot because you could always yep. claim, hey, I wasn't ready. Smart by yeah. him. Yeah, Islam Makayev is is a bad, bad, bad man. Yeah, he is a bad dude. Those it, Russians, man. 
bro. I, I said they take it over, but not in that way. They were booing him, bro. They were booing him because yeah, of everything that's on. going on. Like, bro, it's not his fault. Like, he, he didn't invade Ukraine, bro. You know? Yeah, let's so, let's not throw yeah. let's yeah. not throw every single Russian human being at, in a bad light. Let's not be those right. people in the 40s and the 60s that we used to do. Yeah. They uh, got like two other you know countries. I saw and, some um some article about um Ovechkin saying that he's evil, he's a liar. Like, talk, he should do something. Like, what's he gonna do? Slap chat Putin? Like, I tweeted it. Like, what, Come on, bro? Like, you know, just so, they just wanna, they just wanna get a tweet that like gets retweeted or or liked. And I get it. There's a time and place for it. We all do yeah. it. Say a joke, but like, you're just you're just saying some ignorant shit at that point. Like, what do you what do yeah. you expect? Like, Putin's a dictator, bro. Like, you, no nobody next to him that he trusts has influence in what he thinks. Like, yeah. you're gonna think. These, you know, the most, it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see Islam deserves a title shot. Um, It's going to be whoever wins between Justin Gaethje and Oliveira. I'm excited for that fight too, but Islam, man, just, just the fact that he has Khabib in his corner and Khabib guiding him, like Khabib is the goat in UFC. Like, I don't care what people say, like, I don't care if people say he's not exciting to watch. He he's he does just one thing. He 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 just wrestles whatever. It doesn't matter. He was dominant. Like hey, dominant. it is an art to it could end at any moment. And that's yeah. what you know, Ronda Rousey was, you know, she could scrap with the best of them, but mm-hmm. I watched some highlights where she won like her first ten fights off like nine out of ten were arm bars. Yeah. Arm bars aren't exciting, you know, but yeah. at the fact that she can get somebody down and boom, it's over. Mm-hmm. There's a little excitement to that if you if you appreciate the sport. Yeah, so they they do a good job with everything, and they they've done an exceptional job leading up to to this next week. Well, yep. this week coming up fight, and man, fuck, bro, Kobe Masvidal, like those dudes were like best of friends. Like they lived together, like really really close dudes, and. For what happened to happen, and and now, like, you, yeah, w- w- it could be promotion, it, it could be whatever, but no, nah, those dudes don't like. Yeah, each there's other. a little mi- mix of promotion in there, of course. Yeah. They know what they got to do. They're trying to get a bag. They know they got to say some crazy shit. Are you able to pull up his quote real quick? Are you able to go on Instagram and and and, and share that? Because I don't even want to. I don't even want to say the words that Masvidal said because if you guys mix uh, missed it on. What was that? Friday, this past Friday, they were on ESPN. Stephen A. Smith, Covington, and Masvidal had like a nice yeah. one-on-one. It was a shit show. They're both talking over each other, cursing, threatening each other. We put a post on, on our story just of a little I could, clip. I and, could pull it up, but I, I haven't been able to figure out how to do the audio yet. Oh, okay, the, so just, just, yeah. just you want to read the quote or I could pull it up um, I have it too. Well, you're talking about when, when they were on Stephen A. Smith and Kobe said. No, the like, newest I, one from today. That you oh, sent me. Oh, yeah. So, Masvidal was like, yeah. Uh, they asked him what's going to be the headline. Is that what you're talking about? Wait, you got to say the exact quote. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're going to say it, you got to say exactly what he says. He said, the question was, what's the headline on March 6th in the morning after the fight? Asked to Masvidal, the reporter. He said, Kobe in critical condition. Might, might not, not make fully it. make it, <laughs> and he said it with a stone cold Straight face, looking face, like another, man. looking like a poor version of me, with a Dude. neck tattoo. 
<laughs> the neck tattoo. Yeah, man, it's. Yeah, look at that. I can't not look at this photo and not see my face on it that you photoshopped, which is legendary. Hopefully he wins and we can make that, oh, that, man. that shot come to life again. Bro, it's going to be tough because Kobe is Kobe's really good. But, man, like just being an underdog sometimes and all the hype leading into it and, you know, personal beef and whatnot, who knows what could happen. But, man, like <sighs> – they were going at it. Like Kobe said, he's like Dak Prescott. He got a bag and hasn't done shit. Like, man, it's – dude, those – I'm excited because you really you really don't know what's what's going to happen in that fight. That's that's the, that's the beauty of UFC. You know, in, in other sports, you can kind of break it down and, you know, whatnot. But UFC is – you don't know how someone's going to come out. and For real. You know, obviously – Obviously, Masvidal so in the, the first fight versus Usman was – it was a weird battle. It took it on short notice and got, like, stomped on his feet and lost. But then he comes out the next fight and gets put to sleep out, like we've never seen before. So, And then this battle, I've watched some Covington. I haven't watched him live only maybe once or twice. But I've seen some highlights where every fight, man, he's taking blows and giving blows. So – yeah. Respect to him, and and you know, right off rip, you wouldn't think somebody like that. You you would think somebody like him either loses quickly or wins quickly. But he's been in some battles, and obviously, hey. obviously, Masvidal's got a lot to earn too. He wants to build back his name. He's at the end of his career. I think he'll have a career in either WWE or or uh, AEW as a you know he could get a little run in a you know big main you know get a bag for. You know, doing a some pro wrestling, or he could go to boxing, make some money there, fight some celebrity. But this might be his last opportunity in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for right? for anyone to go, yeah, I think so. Um, unless he just fights like, you know, people trying to. I don't think he does that. Division. I think he saves no. his time and money. I think he can yeah. make more money in in WWE doing something more AEW yeah. than for, building up for, and trying to make. 100k <laughs> like yeah, for a for fight real, like yeah, nah, yeah. it's not worth it for anyone to go uh five rounds with who i think in in my humble and not so vast opinion about ufc pound for pound best fighter right now uzman kobe went five rounds with him and i mean he he made fight. He made Usman sweat a little bit, and yeah, Usman broke his yeah. jaw the last time they fought and whatnot. But he was give, and he fought and he finished the fight, right? Yeah, yeah. He, so you got to give him to him there. So, you know, I'm. That's why, even though Kobe has his whole like, you know, asshole persona, MAGA, whatever things that people might not like. That's 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 just to get attention, man. That's just to. Yeah, you gotta you know, sell, sell yourself at the fights, end of the day. Like, so that's that's why that's that's why it's so great because it's it's a one on one thing. Like you gotta literally sell yourself to, to get up there. Like sometimes skill isn't the greatest thing. There's two aspects to, to that sport, which is also why it's so awesome. So I'm excited, man. Like they've done a great job promoting that. I, I know I keep saying that, but man, if you really sit down and watch it, like you got kicked out of American Top Team for being a bitch. <laughs> yeah, was that was like, crazy. Yeah, and you know they got the videos of them like looking at each other at the gym, trying to fight, trying to do whatever. Like, I'm hype, man. I'm hype. 
Yeah, me too. And uh, I can't wait to to review that. Hopefully, we have some good talk. You're you're going to be in Jacksonville for that fight, obviously. Yeah, I'm, down right. I know no, we talked no. about it briefly. Yeah, no, I got I got some stuff here. I got to take care of and just keep. Of course. I got the, the, the blinders, you know, the horse blinders on. I'm just, like, locked in, focused. No, I got so, you. Yeah, you got to do your thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's it for any sport. Obviously, let's – uh before we get into any shout-outs or little things to tie up this episode, episode 11, uh, Lakers, Lakers are falling apart. LeBron James saying a bunch of stuff that he probably shouldn't have said about I'm that we mentioned last episode trying to play with his son. Then he gets called out for it by the media. And it's like, Oh, I can't believe people blew this out of a portion. Well, bro, your exact quote was I'm going to do whatever it takes to play with my, like, of course you're LeBron James. You say anything, yeah. people are going to blow it out. And then, especially if it sounds while you're having a bad season with your current team, he's like, Oh, you built, I want to play with the purple and gold as long as possible. Well, it doesn't yeah. sound like that. And it doesn't seem like it. So, we're not wrong to assume that you might have second thoughts. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. We're not. We're not stupid. We might be dumb. We're not stupid. I'm. I'm really disappointed, and not not just how that season has gone for the Lakers, because I'm a LeBron James fan on the court. I want him to to succeed and you know break all the records as possible and, and do whatever he can on the court. Just because you know his his whole he like. That doesn't happen. Like a kid from, you know, his whole hashtag kid from Akron and whatnot. Like that kind of stuff is is one in, in a million. Like, you know, come from nothing and do do what, what he's done. So, like, of course you got to root for that. It's kind of like an underdog story in some sense. But yeah, those videos that have been coming out today and whatnot from from the game last night against the Pelicans, like you never see – I mean, you see it sometimes. That's a bad and loss, it, bro. It's it, it's <laughs> it's always like one like one jabs like KD talking back to fans. Like it's always like yeah, fuck you or fuck that or, or whatever. It's kind of just like one liners stuff like that. But the way that LeBron was going back with those fans, and then Trevor Ariza getting into it, and then Russ getting into it, like not on the road. They're not on the road. Oh no. They're, they're That's in, what's crazy. If you didn't know Staples any better, Center. you'd be like, "Wait, they're on the road, right?" Like, no, well, they're at home. Arena, but they're it, at the crib. And they're the talking crib. back. They're talking back to at fans like that and like that's Jay Will was talking about it uh Jay Williams saying that like that's bad. He feels like the Lakers have given up and I mean, you you watch some some plays and you kind of get that sense because they're playing against the Pelicans, all right, not that great of a team, young team, whatnot. But they're only two and a half games behind you trying to play for that playing spot, and you're not getting back on defense. You're not switching. Bro, you're Ru- switching Russell, you're... Russell Westbrook got the yips. I think that's what it is. I think as an athlete, we've seen it in baseball. We've seen it in, in football, maybe field, um, field goals from a kicker. Not too much – in basketball where somebody has the yips, they cannot shoot. I have him in fantasy and he was a top 10 in fantasy all around in the first, first quarter of the season. So first half of the first half of the season, bro, since then it's bad. Turning the ball over. He can't shoot his ball. Dude. If me and you 
don't pick up a basketball for a year and we go at the YMCA or whatever, pick up a ball and we're in, I know we're not professionals, but if we start, blah, 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 we could shoot it and it'll hit the rim almost every yeah. time. This man's in the backboard. Yeah. Like it's I've just... never seen a basketball player go from, and he's never a great shooter, but I've never seen somebody go from an average to a below average to God awful. And he's like, always had shooting. that, like, like that, you know, transition, like stop on a dime mid range pull up jump shot. Like that was always money for him. He yeah, it was have within 15, anymore. 18 feet. Yeah, he doesn't even have that anymore. And I mean, I, I heard they're bringing in DJ Augustine, who. Yeah, they just dropped uh, DeAndre yeah, Jordan. Like DJ Augustine, like, you know, he's a veteran point guard. He, he's nothing great, but he's. I feel like he's going to take some of those minutes from Russ. He might be even. In, yeah, in I think that's why they brought him in, just in case something goes bad or like worse. It's like, hey, man, sorry. Yeah. You make 40 mil, but. <laughs> it just sucks to say it because you have. You know, you. I mean, we can't even talk about Anthony Davis because he doesn't play. He, he's made of glass. Like, that, like, that, like gravy call. Like gravy loves to call him street clothes. Street clothes, <laughs> uh, Davis. Yeah, and it's it's just That's a shame because you have all these great players who've always been so great in their career, and I don't know. It just it just didn't work out. It just didn't work nah. out. And who the pieces they gave away? Like they gave away Lonzo, Ingram, uh, Kuzma. Like all those players now are Guzman's hooping, by the way. On a bad team, Wizards aren't doing well, but I got him in fantasy. This man is like top 10, top 15 fantasy in the last couple months. He's hooping, doing everything. Yeah. So, like, you know, sometimes, like, you probably shouldn't give away half your franchise for that, for that one superstar because you you don't know how it's going to work out. You don't know what can happen. It's basketball is, is, uh, it's a different kind of animal, and it's it's now a shame. Now it's got more parity than ever, too. In yeah, the East yeah, and yeah. the West. I, I wanted help. it to, you know. Of course, I wanted to see it work because you know it's it's always cool. Like it's it's the Lakers, bro. Like if they're good, it's good for basketball. And if they don't make the playoffs, man, they shouldn't. They don't like at the end of the day. No. The Nets, if they get healthy and they don't play well. I'll be the first one to be like, you know what? They probably shouldn't. Like, sometimes you your team needs to hit rock bottom to be like, yeah, y'all motherfuckers knew this could be a possibility. Sometimes, like, sometimes I say with the Yankees more than anything because sometimes they under they definitely underachieve. There's times where I'm like, good, I'm glad you don't make the playoffs. Good, I'm glad you didn't win the division. Because it's like, mm-hmm. no, you shouldn't get what you wanted even though you played mm-hmm. 90% of the year like shit. Like, good. It's a wake-up call for management, ownership. Like, this shit ain't sweet. Like, you're not going to get to where you need to be every single year because you're the name on the front of the jersey. So sometimes you need that wake-up, you know? Yeah, it's it needs to happen. It's just, it's just a shame because, I don't know, I wanted to see him do well. I, of course. I want to see the know. Lakers in the playoffs. No doubt about that. But, but hey, it's not the real situation. When you lose six in a row to the to the Clippers, Clippers. like that, nice. like that's the longest stretch that the Clippers have. The team you should be them. getting up for, the team that is about to have a new arena, they're gonna have a new buzz. They'll yeah. never, t- they'll always be the Brooklyn Nets of L.A. And I get the Clippers yeah. being, but yeah. you want to play up for though. Those are the games that you get. You know, oh shit, I'm hurt. Let me play in this game. And that's the that's Clippers the without Paul George and Kawhi. Without Kawhi, dude, so... they've been. 
their record this year right now without those two, they're 32 and 31 yeah. without the two hey. best players. Like you take that. Whoa, that's big. They've won. Yeah. I happen to have it up. They won six out of the last 10. So they're six and four, three game winning streak. Yeah. They're, they're playing some, some good basketball. A lot yeah, of players bro. have stepped up top 20 team without their two best players. That's wild. Who could so. say that? Not many. Enough about the <laughs> Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, Miami Heat. Shout out to Miami yeah. Heat. Hey, let's we talk about those teams where Miami Heat playing well. They've gotten a lot of injuries throughout the season. They haven't had a consistency. So I will say they've had a combination of their top players out, and they've now they're in first place. They're dominating the second place Chicago Bulls right now by about 20 points, 18 points right now. So, hey, they're doing their thing. Philly, we're not going to go into Harden this episode. I want to. I want more time to talk He's about him. In the studio. Yeah, I want to talk about him more when I have more time. So we'll make a note for next week. We talk about Harden, but two and zero as a sixer. All of a sudden, the hamstring doesn't hurt. He lost weight. He's in great shape. He's dishing and swishing. So that whole team is reliant on Embiid's knees. So at the end of the day. Well, we got to see if Embiid plays another 20 games and then my vote will be out. Yeah, on that, but... that's the biggest thing for them. So, yeah, he goes down. There's no shot. So, let's get into shout outs and little things here and there. Uh, shout out a team that you're fond, you're, you know about that won a, a softball championship, Pompano players. Hey, not five four. Yeah, shout out Travis. I think the, um, the purple and gold team that's actually doing well. Yeah, uh, good transition right there. Uh, shout out uh, Pistol Pete, you know, and, and the crew. They, I've actually not been on that team, but I, uh, we we messed around and had some scrimmages, and we played in the same league or or, or fucked around. But good dudes on that team, and hey, yeah, they've sure. been they've been playing hard, and it's good to commit to something. You know, in your off time, you commit to something, whether it's some something small or something that means something to them, like softball and, and a crew and yeah, do something man. to let off steam, have some beers with the boys. So it's cool yeah. to, uh, to see them. Uh, Even it though it's softball, bro, like that's, that shit gets competitive, bro. Like, yeah, there's bro. Some, there's, there's some, some grown ass men not trying to lose a game. They're not trying to lose. As long bro. As we've been living They're They're not trying to lose, bro. They're there's playing like this game seven in the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. People, so. You know, there's, there's a certain person with a name, that starts with a V and ends in an O that's not allowed in a couple of fields in the in the Broward area. You are high. Yeah. So you know that people get real competitive. So shout yeah, out Pompano so, players yeah, for getting it done for the for people, real. for the for the county. Yeah. Getting it done uh, for, for Kodak. Yeah. Kodak was out me, of the I'm days, right. <laughs> shout out Kodak. Free him wherever he is. Free him. Hopefully he heals up. I don't know. He's shot. He, he every other day he's either shot or in jail, but Shout out. Speaking of shout outs, the last I have over here is um Vince McMahon for the wrestling uh viewers. Vince McMahon will be on Pat McAfee's show on Thursday. Oh, Big deal. Shit. It has some implications for WrestleMania. Um, so tune into that. That'll be lit. And also, I'll send you this. Uh Dana White was on Pat McAfee today, which I have yet to watch because I had to go do some errands while this was airing. I'll send you the link on YouTube. Uh Pat is a tremendous interviewer. The fact that, first of all, Dana White's been on Pat McAfee's show twice in the last, I think, four or five weeks. That says a lot. Dana White, yeah. one of the busiest men in sports 
Jeez. and sports entertainment right now. He's been on that, and he doesn't do like five minutes, ten minutes, twenty plus. The fact that Vince McMahon, who to this day I I I, I watch all documentaries or interviews, I'm, I'm kind of in the know on social media. Vince McMahon has not done a formal interview in like ten years or eight years. Definitely five. Let's call it five. Just uh, and then you can round up. The fact that he's going on Pat McAfee's show that's building this momentum. Oh, by the way, he also has Aaron Rodgers tomorrow. So if you're listening to this and it happens to be noon, you could pause, hit pause on us. Watch Pat yeah. McAfee. Good dude. I love him. I'm a fan. I'm not, you know, I'm going to watch and listen to him too and then get back to us after the epi- ep- ep- episode airs. But this is good, good content. You got Dana White yes, uh, today, which was Monday. Which I'll send you the link. Vince McMahon on Thursday. Great. Good. I don't know what's going to happen. That's going to be pretty wild. And then you got Aaron Rodgers. Shout out to Jake. He, he might say where he's going. He might announce on the Pat McAfee show, show tomorrow around 1.05, excuse me, p.m. Might announce where he's going. Big deal. So, like I said, listen to us. When you wake up, yeah. pause it, come back to us, you know, vice versa. Yeah. That's all I got, Papa. What do you got? Um, I don't really got any shout outs for like anyone yeah. we know or anything like that. Obviously, shout out popping up players for sure. Trav Lawler, all them boys. Um, only thing I can think of right now is just shout out to all all the people fighting out in the war, man. That that stuff is not easy. Um, leaving your families, you know, going in, doing what you got to do for for your country, and just standing tall, and you know, risking everything you got to do to not just fight for freedom, but fight for something you believe in in your lives. And that's not something that a lot of people can can say they'll do or, or actually do. It takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of heart to do stuff like that. And you know, that kind of stuff is. We we talked about it earlier. It's it doesn't get in anywhere. It just it just sets you back, and it's just it's just tough, man. It's just how how little things can can get blown out of proportion, and just because one person wants to do something else, and, it, and a, you know a stronger or bigger individual doesn't like the idea of it, they they want to invade you, and it's just, bro. I, I can't imagine like waking up to to missiles and, and bombs and right. and planes and, life, and shit like that you know so and it's possible just, and it's real yeah, it, it, it's it can real. happen it, anywhere <laughs> it's, it can happen anywhere and you know we take that kind of stuff for granted i i know i do i i don't ever think of stuff like that so i'm definitely not the only one that that wakes up in the morning and, and doesn't think of shit like that so Kind of just like, you know, if you listen to this or if you even get into an hour and 20 minutes into us, kind of just <laughs> sit back and think of stuff that doesn't happen here, that happens every day, every day across the world. And it's it's sad, man. It's sad. I don't, I don't really know how else to put it. And we, we take that shit for granted. We don't ever think about that. We're over here doing a podcast talking about a Kanye documentary or Right. Not to say that that's bad or, or whatnot, you know, talking mm-hmm. about UFC and whatnot, but those people don't have that that privilege, and that's that's what it is. Privilege. It's it, it's not something that we deserve. It's not something that we work for. It's not something that you know we we should just get. It's a privilege at the end of the day, and 
I, I always say stuff like that and I forget it because it's it's not on the front of my mind. But of course, we talk and that's how it, you know you are. Yeah. You have that that privilege yeah. that the fact that you don't ever have to think of it daily, weekly, yearly, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you should appreciate it more. Yeah, just be appreciative of where you live, of, you know, where you come from, because some of these people have been going through that stuff since the day they were born. That's all they know, war and destruction. And they they don't have what we have. And just, you know, just think about it. Love, love and yeah. war. Stop war and racism. Mm-hmm. By the way, I hate when people come to I'm watching, so- I'm watching. I'm watching soccer the other day, and it just says, Stop war. Like oh, speaking of soccer, Russia got kicked out of the World on. Cup. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna bring up earlier was it's a full on ban and sanctions on on everything Russia, which if something happens, we'll we'll dive into more because I had more of an opinion and we had three people on the pod and we had limited time with Ben, but we'll chop it up and, and see if anything develops. But yeah, we'll end on that note. We appreciate Ben for hopping on with us for a limited time. Hopefully we get him try to once a once a month and get his flow. Uh, maybe next time he hops on, we go live so we could have some fan interaction because we haven't gone live in a while. But uh, yeah, absolutely. As so always, we got all brought to you by brought to you by BR. <laughs> BR boys. Yeah, officially, unofficially, unofficially. Yeah, Ben, Ben, Ben. Now that he yeah. <laughs> officially, unofficially, Ben now is a you know a BR boy, unofficially. A BR boy, yep. yep. You know, his check, his check can't clear until ours. Obviously, <laughs> you know we're working on it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see Patrick. Uh, what is it? March. Uh, end of March for his uh, daughter's birthday. So we yes, link yes. up. You know, maybe rub some shoulders. Maybe get a yeah. new bottle. See what I gotta do. You know, yeah. maybe I get. Maybe sure, I get you. Maybe I'll get you some water, some caviar, you know, yeah, when you slide yeah. through the crib. I'll give you that. Thanks. Need some H2O. Some high yeah, quality gotcha. H2O. Got you. Some merch. All right. All right. So, episode 11. That's it. Peace. Peace.